If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome into another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I am your host, Patty Parlays. And joining me as always, the guy of guys, the uh, NHL expert. I'm just going to leave it at that for today. Uh, Connor. Connor, welcome in. Well, I don't know about an NHL expert. I'm going to come crashing back to reality, I'm sure. It could be tonight with only two games. Could throw the whole thing off. But you, know, you had but, a perfect no, night last night. You had a perfect I night did. last night. So I picked cr- all <laughs> ten games in a parlay. Okay. Credit where credit is due. So that's that's why we're leading off the show with that. So congratulations. Well, thank you. And joining us from the very start of this episode, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. A little chirp, and I do not appreciate it. What? I'll have you. I will have you know that I put my heart and soul into this podcast whenever I can. I, I'm. I, I saw your subtle little chirp there. I'm glad to be on, but I, that, I felt like that was a little unnecessary. I did I didn't mean it in a negative tone or like as a as a like That's a little. Cat. No, I didn't. I didn't. I that was on me. I, I have didn't. Said I didn't. I didn't. I, sh- <laughs> I shouldn't. Have. No, I'm just. I'm just playing. I think our podcast is better when we're hostile towards each other. So I'm trying to get that momentum rolling. I don't know if I'd agree with that but don't worry i have plenty of bets today that will definitely be hostile and definitely will piss you off Diz. so we got that that's going that's i mean that's what i love that's what keeps coming that's what keeps me coming back gotcha well good to know so uh it is friday which means it's football friday let's jump right into it i'll start with my favorite favorite the browns minus 11 and a half versus the detroit lions now Lions looked decent enough last week, so they, they tied the Steelers and they covered. Holy. We, we lost Connor. He's back. Okay. Um, but the Steelers were banged up. We That's just the way it is. Um, Browns looked terrible last week against the Patriots, uh, but they also were banged up. Um, they, they get Chubb back this week, maybe Kareem Hunt. Um, I, I think the Browns roll easily against the Lions this week. Lions play hard. True. Even though they're garbage, I feel like that's too many points. And you got a struggling Browns team. I know they're healthier, but um, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if they have the passing game to run away from a team, even if it's the Lions. And I I honestly think the Lions fight hard. I really want to know what their record is against the spread. I bet it's a lot better than people think. Uh, Eleven points is too much for me. I respect your pick as always. Uh, if I had to pick on this game, I'd go plus 11 and a half certified cover boy. So here's here's my thing with that is I agree. I don't think the Browns passing attack is anything, but uh, I, I think if if you have a healthy Browns backfield, I think they could win this game by three touchdowns. But we'll see. We'll see. This, you... this, this feels like one of those games where everyone's kind of counting the Browns out and then they come out and they steamroll everyone and then everyone's like, oh, are the Browns actually good this year? Um, I, I'll just counter that. A solid run game uh, won't necessarily be a blowout, correct? It depends. I'd be more 
I'd be more worried about a blowout if they had a more pass-dominant offense. Fair. Fair. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, also, I, at one point I thought maybe Goff wasn't playing this week. I, I don't know if that's if that's accurate or not. I have no idea. Well, why don't we go ahead and let uh, Connor give us his favorite, and I'll look into some of these injuries for that game. So said Jared Goff was not practicing today. So then you would think that leans towards... third straight day. Yeah, so you'd think that would lean towards him not playing, like we called with Cordero Patterson last night. Listed as doubtful, according to Ian Rappaport. So there you go. Lions without their starting quarterback. I mean, it's not a great starting quarterback, and maybe that makes the Lions better. Um, But we will certainly see. I mean, I don't think Goff is absolutely terrible. No, I don't either, but... uh... Who knows if he's any good either? <laughs> it's kind of like if you haven't won your team a game yet, can you say that you're a decent quarterback? I'd say he's bottom half of the league starting quarterback. I wouldn't list him as a backup quarterback. Okay, that's fair. All right, Connor, what do you got for your favorite favorite? All right, so I went with the Titans minus 10 over the Texans. I A lot of teams just come out steamroll the Texans. I think it'll be pretty easy for the Titans to do it as well, and who knows them better than a division rival? Uh, Titans have found a way somehow without Derrick Henry. They seem to be doing better without. Not sure. What's this? What's this? Saying that they look better without Derrick Henry, that might be a a bit of a stretch. Well, I like Derrick Henry. I would love to have him on the Eagles, honestly. I think he's probably my favorite running back in the league, him and Kamara. But they, I can't deny that they look better without him. I I, I lean in this game, Texans in the points. Um, Certified cover boy, this is right down your alley, but... uh... Texans coming off a bye. We got Tyrod Taylor back at QB. Um, I don't remember who they played before the bye week, but they looked bad. But it was also Tyrod's first game back from injury. Um, and and I'm kind of waiting for the Titans to kind of come back to earth a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe because it's a divisional game, it's closer than the 10 points. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't have a great read on this game. I'm not going to bet against Tarod Taylor. I know that's a personal <laughs> bias. I won I won a Madden franchise with him uh... as a quarterback. It was a fantasy draft. Everyone laughed at me when I picked him, uh, and I stomped all my roommates, and he won MVP. And just, like, I feel bad for the guy. He get, just got stabbed by the, the <laughs> medical guy last year. And uh, I think he's scary to take 10 points with. Uh, we saw them – uh, we saw them play pretty well, have a have a much better offense than what we've seen with him under center. And uh, 10 points always spooks me out. I think if I had to take a side, I'd go uh, Titans minus 10, but I'm going to stay away because of that 10 points and because of Tyrod's kind of a wild card to me. Gotcha. All right. Well, Connor, did you have a comment or did you? Okay. Nope. Diz, what do you got for your favorite favorite? So before I say my favorite favorite, I would just like to clarify: I love underdogs this week. If I if I Same, could actually. control this segment, I would take four underdogs. Uh, 
But anyways, favorite, favorite. You guys are going with the high spreads. You know that's not what I'm about. That's not my DNA. I'm going Bengals minus one versus the Raiders. Now, I think these are two subpar teams with better records than what they should have. Yep. However, I wanted the lowest favorite spread total because I could see this game going either way. Wouldn't be surprised if the Bengals won. Wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders won because the Raiders are at home. But I think the uh, Raiders, when it comes down to it, they lost their coach. They lost their best wide receiver. I think there was like an emotional high of we have to prove people wrong. I think now they're kind of slowly coming back down to earth. And I think the Bengals, uh, they got to win this division. Um, And I think they know that. And I think they're going to play hard against the Raiders. I think they beat the Raiders on the road. And just from, from a certified cover boy perspective, one point is a lot better than the other favorites we get this week. Okay. A um, couple things. So uh, first off, I'm not really shocked you took the Bengals. I mean, you talked about the Bengals possibly winning that division um, last episode yesterday. Um, but also, I'm not sure about the Raiders either. Um, they, they came out and they lost to the Chiefs. Um, but everyone's saying the Chiefs are all the way back, and I'm, I'm not picking the Cowboys-Chiefs game in my four, but I think I lean Cowboys. I, I don't know that the Chiefs are all the way back to their old selves yet, which means the Raiders may not have been as, you know, shown up as well as some people thought last week. Um, so if, if I was – well, I probably will take this game, but I, I, was, I was leaning Bengals as well. Go. All right, Diz. Flip it around. Give us your uh, favorite underdog. And I'll, oh, and also, Diz, I'm with you as well. I was, when I talk about my underdog, I was going to say I love the underdogs this weekend too. So, uh, yes, a lot of a lot of juicy underdogs. I want to clarify: this is not my favorite. Uh, this is not my favorite underdog as well as Football Friday goes. But the Vikings are my favorite dog. They're going to win the game outright. I'm hammering them money line. But I didn't put them as my favorite underdog in this segment because it's they're only plus one. Don't think you get a high enough spread there to take who I love. Washington football team plus three and a half against the Panthers. I absolutely love that. I think the Panthers are going to have a reality check with Cam Newton. And I'm a huge Taylor Heineke guy. They always, they're, they're scrappy. They always fight back. And it seems like they always make an ugly game closer than what it should have been. So even if they're losing this game big, I think they're going to find a way to make it close towards the end. They are my number one Amazon next jink stats team where I take a <laughs> live bet and I hammer them when they do something heinous at the end. So I'm loving Washington plus three and a half. A lot of underdogs I love, though. Love Colts plus seven. That one stuck out to me, but I felt like that one was a little too close to home, too close of a betting with my heart move. Uh, but, yeah, I think Vikings money line is great. But my favorite, according to, the, to this segment, is Washington plus three and a half. I, I was leaning that way as well. Cam Newton came out and scored two touchdowns last weekend. From the goal line. Let's let's make from the goal line. Right. And just because he did that, everyone's all on this hype train that Cam Newton's back to Cam Newton of old. He's starting this weekend. Um, He's going to like his first pass is going to be like hit the ground four feet in front <laughs> of the receiver. And the line's going to shift four points. And I'm telling you, hammer Washington now. Heineke is a better quarterback than Cam Newton. And the uh, that may be arguable, but I don't think it is. Heineke is the better quarterback, and the better quarterback is getting four points. Let's take it. Let's also not sleep on the Ron Rivera revenge game. Okay? 
Ron Rivera was the head coach when Cam Newton was running the Panthers team. Now Ron Rivera, head coach of the Washington football team, is going in. He knows the Panthers. He knows Cam Newton. I, I think – and if, if Washington football team can stop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Washington football team can stop Cam Newton and the Panthers. So, Bingo. But, again, I mean, I, I don't know. I, that's just where I'm leaning. I, I don't know if I'll end up taking that or not, but I, I was leaning Washington football team in that one as well. All right, Connor, favorite underdog. All right, I'm taking the Cowboys plus two and a half versus the Chiefs. Really like this. Uh, I was going to take them anyway to hedge the uh, Super Bowl pick uh, boost that we had early in the year. But Cowboys plus two and a half. I think Cowboys are going to win outright. Uh, Chiefs are still trying to gain that momentum. I think this is going to be their last solid loss. And then from there on, Chiefs are going to dominate. I think this is going to be uh, let the Chiefs know where they're at currently. This may be where they decide that they need to go find themselves outside of this week and start to be a football team. Like it. Love it. I was looking at this one as well, Connor. The, the Cowboys, I think, statistically have the number one ranked offense, and we all know the issues that the Chiefs defense has. Um, mm-hmm. The over would also be an attractive one here. I was looking at the over in that game. But uh, 56 seemed like too high for me. Um, but I, I'm definitely thinking Cowboys uh, come away with that one. Yeah. All right, Connor. It's time. My favorite underdog of the week. Saints plus two versus your Philadelphia Eagles. I was shocked you didn't take take this in here. Maybe you'll take it in a different different section. Um, but as Diz said, I love the dogs this week. A lot of the dogs will be barking. Lately, it's been a lot of chalky, uh, chalky picks in the NFL. I think we see the dogs uh, come out and ruin some people this weekend. Um, I, I wanted to take Jets and the Flying fa- uh, Flackos. I really did. I, 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 that was the one where I was like, oh, it's got to be the Jets. It's always been the Jets. J- Joe Flacco, Footsteps Flacco, Elite quarterback Flacco at the helm but uh instead I went with Connor's uh, Eagles losing so Connor I'm gonna pick on you a little bit here I'm just gonna ask you to assist me with some of these but uh and I'm not trying to be mean or be a dick about it but uh y- you know Philly better than anyone else let me, let me just say before you go if you preface something with I'm not trying to be a dick about it you probably might end up looking like a dick that's all I'm saying I, I want you to go ahead Keep your momentum because I love this little host rant you're on. But uh, yeah, I just think that's funny. Like, I'm not trying to be. <laughs> just because you say it with all due respect doesn't mean you could say whatever you want. Exactly. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Exactly. Hold exactly. well, on. I, I can let you know that there's already there's three groups of people that are more critical of the Eagles than you could ever be. That is Cowboys fans, Giants fans, and Eagles fans. <laughs> not. Not Washington. No one cares about Washington in this division at all. No one cares, and Washington doesn't seem to care about anybody else. I'm telling you, three teams, including their own fans, are more critical of them than you could ever be. So go ahead. All right. Connor, what has Philly done recently that they realized they need to do to win football games? Got to run the ball, and don't let Jalen Hurts give that ball any airtime. 
Bingo. So, what is the Saints defense good at? Stopping the run. The Eagles rank fourth in yards per rush this season. Saints defense ranks first in opponents' yards per rush. The Saints are going to force the Eagles to pass the ball, and we know that's when the Eagles get into trouble. Next question, Connor. Hold on, hold on. on. The uh, yards per rush, we did have Sanders in, flipped it to Howard. We've tried Boston Scott. We've tried Kenny G. So overall, I don't know that you can use that side of the stat. You can definitely use the Saints side of uh, stopping the run, but I don't know that you can necessarily use the Eagles side since they use different people and Howard's come off the practice squad. It's just a different type of run game now. And is that including Jalen Hurts running? Because he gets sacked a lot. That I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I Honestly, I don't know enough about it to, to you know, clarify that. But even just from like an offensive line perspective, right, the Eagles offensive yeah. line is creating the holes no matter who's running the ball. So you got you got to assume there's some, uh, you know, some bit of uh, clarity there. But uh, Connor has Philly won a game at home this season? Nope. No, they have mm-hmm. not, and I do not think that changes in this game. Um, I think the Saints D rules the day. Maybe even gets a touchdown on their own. Um, and the fact of the matter that the Saints are getting points here, I know you know you have Simeon at quarterback, you have Taysom Hill at quarterback, whatever. It doesn't matter. Kamara plays, he may not play. I it doesn't matter. Mark Ingram's good enough to get, I think, a touchdown. I I, I think even if this game is three to zero, I think the Saints end up winning it. I I just do not see a situation where the Eagles come out with a victory, and especially a victory of more than two points. So I was going to take the Saints plus two, but with Trevor Simeon at quarterback, I do not trust them. The Eagles defense has stepped up way more than the offense. I think Simeon's not quite the quarterback. Uh, he He's very wishy-washy. So perfect backup for uh, Jimmy Winston. You're getting the same result. <laughs> could be a lot of picks. Could be a lot of touchdowns. You don't know. True. Yeah. But I... I think this game is a coin flip, personally. And that's not me saying that as an Eagles fan. I've been very critical of the Eagles and have bet against them, like, most of the year. Yeah. I think, I think, you, got, I think you guys both have rock-solid points. Um, I just don't think the spread is large enough to favor one of these teams. I don't know how to feel about either of these teams. Um, I think they're both kind of in a similar spot. So this close spread kind of steers me away from the game. But uh, – I, I think I, I agree with your take. It's just not strong enough confidence on my end to take such a low number as a dog. Did the uh, did the Saints play last week? They did, didn't they? Yep. Did they win? They lost, and the Eagles won. That was another thing I looked at. Yeah, yeah, I, that's what I was thinking too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Simeon is my only question mark. And that's a big question. That's a huge question mark, yeah. <laughs> but what if they just turn the ball or just go with Taysom Hill at quarterback and just do, like, the triple option? <laughs> just draw up the triple option uh, offense. You can do what you got to do to win. That's right. All right, moving on. Uh, my favorite over this week, I'm going Giants-Buccaneers over 49 and a half. 
Um, I think this game will be heavy on the offense, maybe not so heavy on the defense. I mean, the Washington football team was able to put up points on the Buccaneers' defense. Uh, we, we know that the Washington football team's offense isn't exactly prolific. Um, the Giants, when they get cooking, they can really put up some points. Um, but the thing is, the Giants' defense can't stop anyone either. Um, and I'm waiting for the Buccaneers to show back up, and I think this is the perfect get-right game for them. I think the Buccaneers could score 49 points on their own in this game. So, And I, I do think this is a situation where if Tommy, you know, they get up 35 nothing, Tom Brady's not going to want to come out. He's just going to want to keep putting up points and just, you know, pedal to the metal. So I like the 49 and a half in this one. Okay. Connor, what's your favorite over? I like and... Judging by your take earlier, I would assume that you agree with this. Browns versus Lions over 44 and a half. If you think the Browns are going to come out swinging, I don't see how they don't hit this number. That that yeah, I mean that's that's fair. With it with the spread as big as 11 and a half, you would have to think the over would have to hit in order for that to uh be a factor, be a play. Yeah. Nothing else to add. No yeah. further comments. <laughs> Diz, what's your favorite over? My favorite over is Washington and Carolina. 43 is the number. I thought it was a little low. I think both of these offenses can score. You can say what you want about Washington. Heineke's my dog. And (laughs) McCaffrey's on my fantasy team, so I hope he gets in the end zone a couple times. 43 is a low number. 43... It, that's that's really low. And uh, say what you want about these offenses. I think this game's going to be a lot of fireworks. Going pretty heavy on this game. You must be watching. I am. <laughs> I, got, I got red zone on. I got red zone on. So if I'm not seeing it, I'm probably not going to hit. But hey, taking it. I I want. Oh gosh, I can't. I don't know if you. I agree with that. Over. I mean, we. I was just talking about how. Uh, Ron Rivera revenge game and how, you know, I expect him to know how to handle Cam Newton and Cam Newton comes back to earth a little bit. And then all of a sudden this is like over and I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I Cam might throw three interceptions and it might, you know, be crazy. Can throw three interceptions and the Panthers can still score 21 points. I'm just saying 43 is a really low number. That That is. is true. I mean, just purely based off the number, if that's what you're going with, I can't argue that. Yeah. 24-21 Washington. Hammer the over. Okay. Uh, now, Diz, we know you never take an under. You will never take an under unless some, I'm really convincing in my arguments, but uh, gun to your head, you have to choose an under. Which one are you taking? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, this is, I know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going a different direction here. Uh, Colts Bills under 50. Okay. Um, my reasoning here is if the Colts are to win this game, they dominate time and possession. They dominate the run game. And if they don't win this game, the bills will have control and the Colts will have to pass. So basically what I'm basing this on is if the Colts win, they run the ball. If the Colts lose, they have to pass, which they can't. So if the Colts win the game, it's going to be a low scoring affair. And if they lose, I think, they may get stomped, but even if they don't get stomped, they struggle offensively when all they can do is pass. So that's kind of my thought. 
hopefully the Bills don't put up 40. Um, yeah, you know, I, unders isn't my specialty, yeah. but 50, 50 was a little high for me just knowing that the Colts have to run the ball. Yeah, hey, I mean, your, your logic's there. I, I can't really disagree with it. All right, Connor. What is your favorite under of the week? I, I do want to say we've only duplicated two games in all of this, all 12 of these picks. So that is pretty awesome that we agree on nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, <laughs> giving, we're, we're giving people all kinds of information. All right, so I have for my under 49ers versus Jaguars, under 45 and a half. Like two terrible offenses. Jags showed they can stop the Bills on defense, and the 49ers' defense has been pretty solid all season with a pretty bad Jimmy G. He did show up for the last game, but I don't know that he'll show up to a better defense. So, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my only concern is if the 49ers have, in fact, actually figured it out then they might get up big early and then their defense might be playing prevent and they might let the Jaguars kind of get some garbage time touchdowns. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I can definitely see where your logic is and where you're going with it. And I, I like that as well. All right. To wrap it up, my favorite under of the week and man, this one jumped out of me. So I knew I was taking this one Packers Vikings under 47. The Packers have been one of the best under teams this season, believe it or not, just purely due to their defense being way better than it has been in years past. Um, they are 8-2 and two this season to the under so far. Now, and I, I, don't, I don't trust the Vikings' offense. I, never, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I've never trusted Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I don't know that the Vikings will be able to score that easily or that well. Um, the Vikings are kind of a wild card. Uh, they're five and four to the under, so they're still leaning towards unders. Um, but I don't know if I trust the Vikings defense. So I, I think that the only way this loses is if Rogers comes out and puts up 35 points against the Vikings. But, uh, you know, Rogers is still coming back from his bout with COVID. Maybe he's not swinging a hundred percent. Maybe they try to, uh, you know, run the ball, possess the ball a little bit more. It is a division game, so I do think it'll be a tight game. Um, so I'm hoping there won't be a ton of points scored here and maybe get like a, uh, you know, 17-14 kind of game here where uh, Green Bay pulls it out. But uh, 47 seems like a lot of points for a division game between two, uh, you know, usual under uh, players. Battle of the running backs. That's right. Perfect, perfect recipe for the under. All right. Games we didn't touch on. Ravens, Bears, gross. Yeah, gross. Very uh, gross. Are... What? Very, very gross, but I'm loving. I'm loving the Bears plus five. I think five's too big of a number. Ravens play to their competition. Connor said it. Let's, let's just, let's just bet. On the Ravens every time, or let's bet on the team that's playing the Ravens every time the Ravens are favorited. Let's stick to the script. Is that because you think Lamar Jackson's not going to be playing, or is that just no. because you don't trust? No, the Ravens it doesn't to matter who's playing. Out? It doesn't matter who's playing. The Ravens will play to their competition. Connor said it last week. Okay, yeah, I mean, 
I, I can't disagree. Dolphins, Jets, baby. Come on, Jets. Come on, yeah. Jets. That's disgusting. Yeah. You're giving me Jets in the three and a half? Oh, yeah. Give me the Jets in the three and a half. They can come out and destroy the Dolphins. Yeah. Like, and the Dolphins, Dolphins are coming off a very high emotional win. Uh, we, we, we've all seen the Dolphins all season long. They're nothing, nothing great. The Jets have weapons. Now, can they get the ball to the weapons? I think they can with our boy Flacco at the helm. Flacco revenge. It's not revenge, but just Flacco season. Print the shirts. Flacco season. This is going to be a game of the week. Certified game of the week by this pod. We are all going to be watching only that game. We're going to ignore all the others because this one is too important. Bingo. Doesn't matter the Colts are playing. Doesn't matter that anything else is playing. Give us the Jets Dolphins. And I'm sure that Dylan is listening or watching, and I'm sure he's proud of us with the Jets. (laughs) Let's see. Anything else we didn't talk about? Ooh, Cardinal Seahawks. That's an interesting one. Um is Kyler going to play? Is he not going to play? They're, they're, they have a bye week next week. Do they rest Kyler again one more week and make sure he's back 100% healthy? Or because it's a division game, do they try to play him? And even if he is playing, do you trust him after being out for a few weeks and have, having him be the Kyler of old versus Russell Wilson who came back last week and didn't look great, but maybe now you know he's had another week to recover, to practice, to whatever, and – Maybe the Seahawks cook a little bit. I'm, I'm leaning Seahawks plus two in that one, but I'm curious what you guys think on that one. I stayed away uh, simply because I don't know the health of these two quarterbacks. Even though Russ played, he was not healthy. You could tell he was not himself. I don't know if that's going to change in a week. Like you said, he could be all the way back. He could be, uh, he could be, what's his, what's his nickname? Mr. Is it? Uh, Unlimited. Mr. He could be Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> uh, or, or he could stink again, and we don't know if Kyler's playing. I don't know. One I wanted to stay away from. When I don't know the status of both quarterbacks in a game, not not no way you can lean one side or the other. And the spread's not long enough to take the Seahawks at plus two, in my opinion. Okay. And I think even if you told me both quarterbacks were starting, you don't really know which Kyler you're going to get if he's just coming off an injury as well. So Correct. I am not touching this game at all. Whether you know both of them are out, both in, one in, one out. No. What's the what's the point total, Patty? Uh point total. Forty seven and a half. That seems really high for not knowing if either quarterback is gonna be hundred percent healthy. But Diz never takes under, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say, I wish I would have put that my under, but hey, it's okay. Ride it. I didn't, I'm not betting unders, so it does, it's not like yeah, it matters. Right. I, I'll i probably end up taking the Seahawks plus two at some point, but I haven't got there yet. <laughs> so, don't, so don't listen to us saying stay away. Got it. Uh, and then the only one that we have not touched on is the Steelers and the Chargers. I don't know how to feel about the Chargers. Chargers seem like every relationship I've ever been in where just things start off so well and then it falls off and you don't know what to think and you don't know if you should invest in them or if you should stay away. And then at the end of the day, I'm probably just not going to probably just not going to be around. So I'm, I'm, I'm out on the Chargers. 
I don't know what to think about him. Maybe get closer to playoff time. They got to fight for the division. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And be favored by six points. I, I That's too big of a spread for a team that's been giving me mixed signals. I, I was going to say, I is everyone officially jumping off the Chargers bandwagon, the Chargers train? I'm jumping off of them as favorites. If they're dogs, I'll take them. I'm jumping off of them as favorites. I will say that. Connor? My dark horse team. They come in as a dog in the playoffs. They're going to win it all. Whoa, okay. Now, I bet you, if you looked right now, I bet you could get some some big Chargers uh, or get some value on the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. It was at 3400 when I got it originally. Okay, I don't think you're going to I don't think you're going to get that good of value. So, um, yeah, I got that at the beginning of the year. I don't think I'm going to top that. <laughs> I, I don't think so either. All right, gentlemen. Well, that was a good football Friday. I, we were all over the place, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Would love some reassurance. I'm not going to lie. How uh, how bad would it be if the Ravens come out this week and lose to the Bears after losing to the Dolphins last week? Are they officially in free fall mode? The panic button is firmly pressed if they come out and they lose to the Bears. The Bears. I are... would say I would say it's not panic mode because they can still win their division. Their division is loaded with average teams that are beat up and you don't know what to expect. I mean, they're still first in that division, right? I believe so. Mr. Bengals, though, you, you can't the hit Bengals. panic if you're you can't hit panic if you're within a half game of the top of the division. Well, if you lose to like the two are like two of the worst teams in football, I mean that's pretty panic worthy. Like like for example, if the Colts lose this weekend, yes, they lose to a good team, but they essentially have to like win out or only lose one more game the rest of the way to have a chance at that AFC wildcard spot. So even though the Colts losing, even though the Colts m- may be in a better spot, like team-wise, because they've lost to a better team, I think the Colts have more reason to panic than the Ravens. I would not say you give up on the Ravens, even if they lose this game. I mean, I'm panicking. I, I'm sticking to my guns on that. I mean, if you, the the Bears, the Bears are without their best defensive player in Khalil Mack. He he got announced that he's out for the season. Um, you're going up against a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields. And, I mean, it's just a game you cannot lose. I don't know about cannot lose, but you definitely should not lose. (laughs) (laughs) Unless, of course, uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't play and then RG triple sticks is in uh, under center. Then then you take the Ravens minus 14.5. I, I take the RG Bears minus sticks. fourteen. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I'm sorry to I didn't sorry to interrupt you, Connor. My thing cut out and I didn't know you were talking, but RG Triple Sticks is the best nickname I've ever heard, and I've never heard that before. So thank you, Patty, for that nickname. Connor, go ahead. I'm sorry I ruined your take. Oh no, you're good. I uh I pretty much finished my point and just to take the Bears at minus fourteen and a half if RG three is playing. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I can't take credit for RG Triple Sticks. I did not come up with that nickname. I don't remember who did, but it is a fantastic nickname. It is phenomenal. And you know what? Even if the Colts lose this this game, I am confident that you guys can win the division, and I am saying that solely because I need oh, you guys to keep starting Carson Wentz. 
<laughs> Actually, I think if we lose and the Titans win, I don't think we can win the division. Is that cap or am I right? I mean, it's an 18 game season. I think that might, or 17 game season. I think that might be cap. But if we have six losses and the Titans get to nine and two, they can, I guess they can lose out. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess they can lose out and be nine and eight. eight. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But they have the tiebreaker, so I guess they're one game away from clinching if they win and we lose. But correct. Anyways, I I think you're about one game away from the Wentz deal being a first rounder for you guys. So I think you're good there. Wentz is gonna play this weekend. We already butchered that, so you're good. Okay. So then I just need you guys to lose the rest of the games. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Needed that draft pick to be higher. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, let's get into our uh, dumbest dummy competition bets. Uh, I went 0 and 3. Uh, no further comments again at this time, Connor. No further comments. Um, Connor, I believe you had a pretty good night last night. It was all right. Uh, 3 and 0. You know, you know, showing up for the win. At least, at least one of us is showing up for the win, right? Unlike you know someone else over here. But uh, and then Diz, I do, I, oh, go ahead. I do admit I was pretty terrified of the Golden State Warriors not even winning that game. Yeah, showed up very heavy in the fourth quarter. Wild, which ultimately maybe led to their demise tonight. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Diz, you had a pretty decent night. I believe I went two and one, but I also say it could be one and two. I am in Dayton, Ohio for work today and uh, did not think it through. You cannot gamble in Ohio. So all of our Ohio listeners, God have mercy on your soul. Um, So, yeah, we got a fun little bit coming up because I can't use the bookies uh, and I won't tease that too much. But I think two and one could be one and two, though. I know that's a big difference when it comes to units. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get that to you boys that calculate the total odds and the total unit competition when I get back to the great state of Indiana. Yeah, so because of that, uh, I am down 1.71 units. I'm I'm in the red after six straight losing competition bets. Um, Connor, our guy, is up 8.48 units, currently running away with this competition. Sheesh. And Diz... We're keeping Diz at 1.66 because we don't know what his odds were on the ones he won or how much he actually won. So Diz did not move, but we will get that updated uh, once once he returns to Indiana and we can figure out <laughs> how he did. All right, I'm I'm gonna save myself for last on the competition bets. So Connor, or and like Diz mentioned, he's in Dayton. He can't gamble. So we are at the end of after me and Connor give our best competition bets. We each have a competition bet, and we're going to let Diz decide which one he likes. We had to come up with what we thought Diz would like for his competition bets, and so we will have that uh, after we give our normal competition bets. So, uh, Connor, why don't you go ahead and start us off? All right. Two of them on the ice. Uh, Like was mentioned before, 10 out of 10 on the ice last night. I'm hoping to keep the streak going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hockey expert, got to go with the hockey picks. So I went all money line. I do admit that yesterday. That's hey, still still a big deal. Uh today we're going the Jets minus one and a half versus the Canucks. 
at plus 205. And then I'm going to the Avalanche minus one and a half versus the Kraken at plus 152. Kraken seem to be pretty dynamic early in the season, and then they just can't keep up later in the season. At number three, going uh, Chelsea to win money line. The win. Go into the pitch, the soccer field. Yes. Oh, I, man. This might be the first soccer pick I have made on this podcast. So, yeah. Branch I out. asked my coworker how they felt about Chelsea. And since they're a Chelsea fan, I, I would assume it's kind of biased, but yeah. Hey, these are uh, we, we have to evaluate our sources, right, Connor? We. <laughs> We'll give them a couple chances before we can say if they're a good source or a bad source. But, uh, hey, why not, right? Yep. And the uh, last one I got could bury you guys. Uh, it's my football Friday Okay. as a parlay. No, no substitutions this week? Just all your football Friday picks? Nope, all my football Friday. Okay. So that's the Titans minus 10, Cowboys plus 2.5. Browns and Lions over 44.5, and 49ers and Jags under 45.5. Okay. Love it. All right, my competition bets. I got two in the NBA. So the first one is for First Basket Friday. For those that don't know, it is on FanDuel. It's a promotion. You go in, you opt in, and then if you place a $25-plus First Basket bet on an NBA game, um, then every three-pointer that is hit in that game, you get a dollar back. So you hope that they, there's more than 25 threes in that game, and so you get basically a free bet and a free chance at winning some big money on uh, a first basket. So I am going with my boy DeMontis Sabonis for the first basket at plus 600. Not great odds. I usually like to take plus 750 or higher on these. But uh, he is certainly an interesting anomaly in the first basket game. So a lot of times when I look at first basket scorers, I look at whoever takes the most attempts for the team, the first attempt for that team. But that is not the case here with Sabonis. So he, uh, he actually doesn't take a lot of the first attempts. He is fourth on the team in first attempts, but he is tied for first on the team in first team field goals. So what does that mean? That means he's getting offensive rebounds, and he is scoring on those offensive rebounds. So I'm taking him tonight for the promo at plus 600. This What's next... the promo again? I'm sorry. What's the promo? Do you get your money back or something? So it's it's a first basket Friday. You place a $25 plus on who you think will score the first basket in an NBA game tonight. And then uh, whichever uh, or regardless of if your bet hits or not, the uh, the total number of threes made in the game, you get that many single dollars back. So if 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 there's more than 25 threes, you get $25 back in, in free bets or in, you know, credit or whatever. And so you, you hope that between the Pacers and the Hornets tonight, they score, they hit more than 25 combined threes. But if not... Even if they only hit 20, you know, oh, you spent $5 with the possibility to win a bet that was worth $25. So, um, but I do, I do think both teams like to shoot the three a lot, hit a lot of threes. And so I, I do think that this does hit that $25 mark, but I'm focusing mainly on Sabonis and his first basket capabilities. Gotcha. 
Staying in this exact same game, I am going LaMelo Ball 30-plus points at plus 1120. Now, that value is insane. And the Pacers played the Hornets exactly one month ago. Do you know how many points LaMelo Ball scored in that game? 31 points. He hit this mark in the last game they played against each other, and this was a month ago. Um, so I'm able to get something that he's already hit this season against this same exact team, same exact defense, same exact everything at plus 1120. Sign me up every day of the week. And my final one, my favorite one. So as you boys know, last week I came on here for a competition bet. I said, hey, upset of the week in college football. Our, our boys at Georgia State were going to come in and they were going to upset Coastal Carolina on the money line, and they did it. I have another one for you tonight. Not for t- tonight, but for, uh, for this episode. It is another underdog in college football that I really, really love, and that is Virginia Tech money line versus the Miami, Florida Hurricanes at plus 235. So, When I do my research for college football, I look at both teams rushing and passing on offense and defense. So I look at one team A's rushing offense versus team B's rushing defense. And I do that for passing, and I do it both for offense and defense for both teams. Virginia Tech beats Miami in all four of those categories. So to me, Virginia Tech has the advantage in all the normal football stuff, the main stuff that I care about or focus on in football. Now, this, this is right down Connor's alley, this next point. Turnover margin. Connor loves turnover margin. Virginia Tech wins the turnover margin against Miami by 1.4 turnovers per game. I look at every single turnover margin for every single college football game every single week. Typically, you see a 0.1 to 1.0 difference in turnover margin. This one is 1.4. That is insane. That is Jeez. a ton of turnover um, and then we have the icing on the cake. Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech's coach left the program this week. I don't think he got fired, which is originally what I thought, but he left the program. So Virginia Tech has an interim head coach. Now let me tell you about this interim head coach. This is his first game as a head coach. He is coaching at his alma mater. He actually played for Virginia Tech when they won a bowl game back in 1994. I was ripe at the age of one at that time. Now, he he knows he won't be coaching next year. I don't know if he knows that. I don't know if the program told him that. But whatever the case may be, he's not going to be a head coach other than these last two games this season. So he's he's got nothing to lose. He's got He's just coaching to coach. And he, this week... His first week as head coach here, he took the players of the team to the memorial of the shooting that happened on campus in 2017. They are, it's going to be an emotional game. This guy loves Virginia Tech and his players. They are going to fight for him, and they are going to win his first ever head coaching game. Give me Virginia Tech money line at plus 235. Lock it up, boys. That was amazing. You sold me. I'm in. Bankroll, 100 piece. Whoa, hold on, hold on. That's, I, I don't, I don't, uh, condone. Yeah, I guess before I do that, are you only putting $1 on that? Yes, absolutely. All my bets are only $1. I, I may, when the time comes closer tomorrow, 
Uh, depending on how tonight goes and how tomorrow goes, I might end up putting 5 or 10, but I would not recommend putting 100 units on this one because they are 7.5 point underdogs. I'm, I'm hammering money line. I'll probably just put like 5 on. Let's do it. Let's go, baby. I This is this is the one. I, I, I try to find one every single week, and this this is the one. This is the one. I love it. All right, Connor. Let's give our competition bets that we think Diz may like. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I would like to go first. You got it. So, I thought it was kind of odd to ask others to pick for your own competition. <laughs> and wanted to keep it fair. By not picking a wild uh, game or anything. So, I am choosing a parlay for you. Of your own football Friday picks. Oh, okay, okay. You were just kind of holding on to that one. You kind of taking the easy way out, but I like it. Easy way. I call it the unbiased way out. It's his own picks, his own choices, combining them all together. If he's confident that all four will hit, absolutely. These are his favorite of each. I I do like. I do like where your head's at. I don't think all four have hit for me before, which is troublesome, and. I also, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like I like where your head's at. I like the thought. Um, but you, you kind of bashed my segment idea today. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I'm curious to see what Patty has. I, I, have, I have one counter to that, and I would think Diz should take three of the four and just not take his under because he doesn't take unders. Correct. So, so, so if I was to tweak yours just a little bit, Connor, I would say have him take everyone but his under. But – I, I like where your head's at, and with it being unbiased. I, too, don't have something crazy. Uh, if he does put all four or all three of his together, I think his odds would be greater than this one. But for this one, I'm calling it the Certified Cover Boy Parlay. I went with the Magic plus 13 and the Thunder plus 13 in the NBA tonight. Those were the uh, two only spreads tonight that were over 10 points, and uh, the value of that is plus 255. Can someone craft what uh, the three of my four would be in a parlay? If you took out the under, I don't want to take the under. And we'll compare values. Okay. Um, Connor, if you can read me off his picks, I will put in the... uh... Bengals minus one versus the Raiders. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, so you said Bengals. Okay, Bengals minus one. Oh, you Uh, might not be able to. Football team game? plus three. Yeah, you went to the same game twice. You might not be able to. Oh, football yeah. team plus three, and then uh, Panthers and football team over 43. What's your second favorite over, Dis? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't. Um, uh, Our favorite dog. You said you had multiple dogs you liked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's go Vikings money line. And Vikings money line that value is plus six forty nine, so a little bit better value. Holy! Uh, scratch the Vikings money line. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Bears plus five. It's plus six now. You're welcome. But uh, that, that's uh, plus six oh eight. Um. Okay, so I got that, or I could do the NBA parlay, which is uh, 
Um, Connor, I feel like I'm on, like on an episode of like a Food Network baking show or something. Connor, I loved your thoughts. <laughs> um, I like how you used my own bets to create that. Um, but I think it lacked originality. And uh, you got to know I'm not taking an under. Pat, I've never bet the NBA, but I like how you used my strategy of taking underdogs and the values a little bit more realistic. So I'm going with Pat's pick. Great cupcakes from both of you. But Connor, I'm sending you home. Am I the weakest link? Please, please hand over your apron. Yeah, please hand back your apron. You know what? I hope all of your Football Friday picks hit just because he said that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Love it. All right. Well, that was fun. I kind of enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> let's go into our group. Yeah, I could have just been like, I could have just been like, I could have just been like, yo, I'm in Dayton. I can't, I can't make any bets. But I was like, hey, let's make something fun out of this. So I'm glad you guys did that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It it made an interesting little twist to the uh, competition bets, but uh, we may have to give you an asterisk if you end up winning because that certified cover boy parlay hit. True. You know, I, I didn't want my back to hurt by carrying your competition, <laughs> so I wanted to have you do a lot of the heavy lifting for that. Oh, God. I have no comp. I don't want to get in a fight at this hour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into our group best bets. As a group, we are down 1.21 units. We are slowly making our way back, and that was a bad beat by the uh, with the Panthers over 6.5 last night. Ha- having having five goals scored after two periods and then zero being scored in the in the third, that's, uh, that's it's a killer. It's worse than that. It's worse than that. It was 4-1 with 12 minutes left in the second. There were five goals in the first 30 minutes of the game. But that's uh, that's how it goes sometimes. What are we uh, what are we feeling for tonight? What what are we what are we liking? Uh, I don't think the money line value is good for hockey. Well, Jets money oh, no, line is good. Yeah, I was, I just pulled it up. Yeah, let's do Jets minus yeah minus one ten money line. You good with that, Diz? Jets money line versus Canucks. Absolutely. I think their goalie is tremendous. I want to verify something though, Connor. I want to say that maybe their backup might be playing tonight. Maybe that's why that line is the way it is. Yeah, but still, they're they're still telling you that the Jets are the better team, even though it's even because they're at Vancouver. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, Comrie. Is Comrie their starter? I feel like he's not their starter. I don't... No, he's not. Let me see what his stats look like. He is not their starter, but he actually has a better save percentage than their starter. So, uh, yeah. Let's let's roll with the Jets. Alright. The J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Should we keep the Jets train going and go Jets plus three and a half versus the Dolphins? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> the fighting flacos no okay uh how about bulls plus three versus the nuggets i like the bulls money line versus the nuggets but that might be too far out of our range uh 
It's moved to plus three, really? The Bulls are actually now the betting favorite. Ooh, minus 108, both sides. I say take the Bulls, minus 108. Nuggets just played last night. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. They're plus three, but they're minus 108? No, 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 no. The line moved. I got them earlier today at Bulls plus three. The net. Oh, I bet you, I wonder if Jokic isn't playing. If Jokic isn't playing, then you definitely hammer the Bulls in the in any kind of points, really. I'm hesitant taking them after the line shifted that much, but if it's in the range, just go for it. Yep, we'll go with it. Yeah, I was just gonna take a money line anyway. Do you want the minus one to get? No, 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 no. <laughs> minus one oh six versus minus one oh eight. That two cents, man. That two cents. Yeah. Um, and then final group best bet. Mm. What are we feeling? All right, let's go. Let's try and take it to a different sport. What do we got? Any, uh, how do any we, football? How do we feel about Virginia Tech plus the seven and a half? Oh, you're taking yeah, the you points too? Me, you sold me on a money line, but if, if, if the spread's within our odds range, let's do it. Let me verify. I think the, the spread will definitely be within the range. I'm just curious to see what the range is going to be at. Or what the spread's at. Just so we can get good, perfect documentation. Come on. Come on. This is good. This is good podcasting. You got it. So they are still at uh, plus seven and a half, and that's minus one fourteen. Uh, who are they playing? Miami, Florida. Garbage. Yep, agreed. Let's go second week in a row. Virginia, Virginia Tech. Also, uh, on that note, uh, Des, we are looking to fade Georgia State this week. Uh, Georgia State coming off a huge emotional win against Coastal Carolina. They're 16.5-point favorites against Arkansas State this week. I'd go Arkansas State plus 16.5. That's just not a best bet. That's just a uh, heads-up for you. I love it. All right, boys. Hail Mary multi-sport parlay of the day. Connor, I believe you have seen the value of this. I'd be lying if I say I didn't. Okay. Uh, Diz, do you want to take a guess? To give you a heads up, it is 12 legs. And two of them are hockey, five are in the NBA, and five are college football. One dollar to win $2,039. You looked at the episode notes, you little butt. There's no way you didn't. Yes, I did look at the episode notes. Yeah, you got it within 21 cents. It's $1 $1 to win $2,038.79. Now, I definitely looked at the episode notes, but I thought it would be like, a, I'm proud of you for looking at the episode notes, and not a, you're a little butt, which don't call <laughs> me little butt. That's the most cringiest thing I've ever been called, but go ahead. Um, also, as we mentioned, a lot of these lines have changed. So be careful, tread carefully. Uh, the first one on here is the one that changed the most. It's Warriors minus seven versus the Pistons. Last I checked, it was now Warriors minus one and a half because the Warriors are basically sitting their entire team. 
Steph Curry, not playing. Draymond Green, not playing. So right there, there's two of your three top players, maybe two of your top two players when Clay's out. Um, so uh, tread carefully there. But uh, I still do think the Warriors beat the Pistons, even with their B squad. But uh, Warriors minus seven versus Pistons. Hornets minus one and a half versus the Pacers. Clippers minus three and a half versus the Pelicans. Suns minus eight versus the Mavericks. And then Bulls plus three versus Nuggets, which the Bulls are now minus one versus the Nuggets. But I would still take the Bulls in that situation. On the ice, like we said, we got the Jets money line versus the Canucks. And then I got the Avalanche money line versus our Kraken. And then I've got five college football picks for you boys tonight. College football has been my best uh, sport here of late. I got Louisiana Tech minus 15.5 versus Southern Miss. Air Force minus 1.5 versus Nevada. Washington State minus 15.5 versus Arizona. Uh, Houston minus 9.5 versus Memphis. And then San Diego State minus 10.5 versus UNLV. All right, boys. Anything you guys need to get off your chest before we uh, call it a week? Uh, yes, I was shared a stat that I thought you both would find very interesting. I love stats. Feed it to us. All right, since the year 2000. Oh, we're going way back. Combined, the Patriots and Cowboys have a total of six Super Bowls. Did you guys know that? Combined. I did not know that. Really? You didn't know the Patriots won six Super Bowls? <laughs> oh, Connor. Nice. Yep. Shared by one of my brothers. I love it. Also, Connor, you shared a stat with me that would have been good for uh, the Patriots Falcons game last night. Yes. So, Matt Ryan, they shared this during the game last night. Matt Ryan has not beaten the Patriots and he has not beaten the Steelers career never in his career that is oh and five is that oh and five combined between the steelers and the patriots or is that oh and five versus the patriots he's been around forever it's got to be each okay but yeah yep you guys are right on the patriots glad you uh talked me off the falcons i did not actually put any money on the falcons and so uh good job team don't bet on the falcons you just don't I'll say it a million times. Also, breaking news on the pod. Chris Carson's season is over. No. Hit him on IR forever, it seemed like. Dude, I traded for him because I thought he was coming back. Well, undergo surgery to address neck issue. He is done for the season. Shit. I already let Mike Thomas go because I thought he was going to start the season at some point. And now I got to let Chris Carson go. It's tough, man. It's tough. Uh, but, uh, yeah, anything from you, Diz, or are we, uh, we good to wrap it up? I was going to say is we don't bet on the Falcons on this podcast. Yeah, they might have to be on the no bet list up there with the Houston Astros. And the Pacers currently? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a PSA for all you uh, Pacers fans out there. Uh, I bet on the Pacers on Wednesday night. The Pacers lost to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, the Pacers have not won a game where I bet on them this season. So uh, they And they always win when I bet against them. So uh, from here on out, I will not be betting on the Pacers as a good will, good faith type thing for the, uh, the Indiana Pacers. So 
or or just let us know when you bet on them, and then we'll put our four hundred one ks on the other team, and we'll split the profits. There you go. Well, tonight I'm betting on the Hornets. So if you uh, if you follow the trends, you might go hammer Pacers. the Pacers, folks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. And find us and subscribe to our YouTube. We are still trying to grow our YouTube page. And it may be next week. It may be the week after. But uh, before too long, YouTube will be the only place you can find us live. And you can watch the video portion of the podcast. So, again, YouTube.com. Go to the search. Type in Sports Betting by Dummies filter by channel we should be the first one on there the yellow and black looking uh logo or whatever it is um but yeah hopefully everyone has a nice long profitable weekend and we will see you all on monday